Hello, friends, and welcome to the Renovare Weekly Podcast. This is John Bailey, and I have the great joy of serving as the chairman of the Renovare Board of Trustees. And today I'm doing something that's very special. I'm swapping spots with my good friend, Nathan Foster. Uh, as many of you know, um, Nathan has recently accepted an offer to join the Renovare staff as our full-time director of community life. He gets started July 1. And so I know that you're used to hearing him ask the questions, but today I wanted to uh, make a little bit of space for you to hear from him. And uh, Nathan has much insight and wisdom to share. And so I thought this would be a great opportunity for that. So. Why don't we get started? Nathan, thanks so much for, for joining me today, and uh, congratulations on your new role at Renovari. Absolutely. Thank you, John. appreciate that. So you have served for the last nine years or so as the Andrews Chair in Spiritual Formation at Spring Arbor University. What was your reasoning for making the shift to Renovari? I mean, that's a great position, a great spot to be, and would love to kind of get the insight into that, and then also... How has that process contributed to your own spiritual formation, this transitioning? That's a good question. Um, yeah, I've, so I've been here for uh, nine years. This will be 12 years of uh, full-time teaching. Um, and you're, you're catching me at a, a kind of no. tough time with all that because uh, I just taught my last class and uh, <laughs> have graduation uh, tomorrow, actually, so it's the the end of this chapter. Um, it's been a you know, Spring Hour has been really good to me, and I, I worked to start a minor in spiritual formation here, and then they they gave me the chair, which gave me space to you know do some travel and writing. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it it it's, I mean, it's one of those things that I felt brewing for a while that uh, a change might be coming, and and that's always a little tricky to work with um, to just. Um, try and listen and, you know, see what, what God might be up to. Um, and it's just, it comes at a really good time where I, um, yeah, it just feels right. And, and I, I think I've been patient with, with some of that. Um, I mean, it's a good question to ask about how this is tied in with my own formation. And, and, and I like the thinking behind that because isn't it, you know, every, everything in life has that potential to take us deeper. Mm -hmm. This has been a real, um, a season of trust for me. And so that um, sensing uh, uh, some time ago that a change might be coming and not really knowing what to do with that. And I, I can't with this really kind of cool analogy. Uh, well, I'm sure I borrowed it from someone uh, kind of following the breadcrumbs. And sometimes life I had this great picture of life as we're in a dark room and we, we find a breadcrumb meaning the kind of, echo of God's guidance. And, and then we sift around and try to find another and little by little follow. And yeah. um, I found myself in a really cool place that I I don't know that I've ever been, but to feel released um, from having to have my own way. And certainly I have my own agenda and things that I want, but being able to say, I, I'd really like your opinion on this matter. And as opposed to starting with or working backwards with that, you know, uh, so it's been it's been a season of trust and open hands, trying not to hold on to things and not to work my agenda. Um, That's been really healthy for me. Tough, but uh, 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 healthy. It's good. 
Well, and we're very excited about this new role and you joining the team. It's, it's called the Director of Community Life. Um, this is something brand new to Renovare, and maybe you could just walk us through a little bit about the position um, and why do you feel that's important to Renovare and to where we're headed and where we're going. I'd just love to, to hear a little bit about the position from you. Mm-hmm. Sure. Now, I, I love the, the backstory uh, to how, how we got to this point. And, and, you know, some of this started with the two of us, mm-hmm. you know, sitting down and, and I remember at one point you asked, you know, what, what, what would you like to do and what would be of interest to you? And, and then of course, out of that, um, came some of these, these, these things. Um, and, and, you know, I think too, we're, we're still going to be, you know, trying to figure out what exactly yeah. it'll look like, but, uh, the three pieces that we've we've come up with is uh, kind of three planks to it. One is the um, speaking and doing events, and we've got some. Uh, I mean, we'll see what happens with the. Uh, is my dad Richard Foster's uh, celebration of discipline is a forty year anniversary uh, right. in two years, and so there might be some special things brewing uh, around that related to events. Right. Um, and then to um, continue with some writing, and we've got a couple of projects we've been kicking around that might be helpful uh, for for Renovari that uh, are very much been on my uh, thoughts and minds in in recent years. And then the third piece, kind of an interesting one, and this will be interesting to see how it actually kind of plays out. But I think we're using the word coaching mm-hmm. for, for lack of a better better word. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then that kind of twofold to it, the uh, working with the ministry team and other speakers and kind of helping to support them and um, be a be a resource to encourage and uh, work in that lines. And then also working with churches. So, you know, churches that have really want to um, integrate spiritual formation into their community life. So then how can we partner with them, build relationships, continue to stay involved and help walk with them on that on that journey? Oh, that's great. Um, on that on that question, could you maybe walk people through a little bit about the ministry team of Renovari and what that is uh-huh. um, and why it's important and why it's such a core value of Renovari that we we have a ministry team and I think that'd yeah. be interesting for folks. Yeah, it's a great question because the ministry team in one sense is this part of Renovari that a lot of people don't necessarily know about, at least in recent years, but to me is just the lifeblood of the organization. So, you know, these are people who from all around the country, different denominations, uh, gender, uh, age, race. And the idea was to gather this kind of ecumenical community of people, um, to help speak into Renovare. The, um, you know, in the early days, this was, you know, primarily with the events and such the ministry team was doing. Um, and, um, but one of the things I think, I mean, if I just kind of personally look at Renovare as an organization, to me, some of the most impactful work I think we've done in in terms of um, disseminating life and ideas uh, into society is through the ministry team. So mm-hmm. people who've gathered um, for various events, but consistently with the retreat uh, every summer. And to me, I think there's I'm, – I'm excited on the other end of, of – of, uh, uh, this life to to watch and see how each of these people who've been so impacted as living life together and how they've gone back to their own communities and ministries uh, to, to to bring spiritual formation. So it's a wonderful collection of people. I've I've yeah. said before, 
it's the most beautiful and significant community I have ever seen mm. and ever been a part of. Um, just a lot of really special people. Yeah. And it's fun yeah, <laughs> when we fun. gather. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I completely echo that, that um, just being um, – being around these folks is a true blessing. And mm-hmm. um, it's one of the things that originally drew me to Renovari as well, just the generosity of spirit, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the ecumenical uh, spirit of, um, and the following of Jesus and making that the center, making that the focus. Mm-hmm. It's really special. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned, you mentioned a little earlier about working with churches. Um, that's one of the things that Renovari is starting to think a little bit more about is how to help churches mm-hmm. um, begin to focus on spiritual formation or, or begin to almost renovate their churches in such a, in such a way that um, they become a place for disciples and mm-hmm. formation to happen. Mm-hmm. So in your mind, as you're kind of thinking about that subject, how, how do you see Renovari making the most impact on the church? That's a great, that's a great question. And I think much, much is yet to be uh, something we need to work with. Um, I mean, I think immediately it's relational and this, the idea and of that spiritual formation is often caught, not taught. And there's so many people that are interested in digging deeper and want so badly to um, help walk people into kingdom life and the spaces where pe- genuine transformation and uh, living living out life of following Jesus and and making our weekly gathering a space where that is encouraged, taught, lived out together. So I don't quite know what that'll mean for us as an organization, mm-hmm. and I'm eager to work with that question. Um, I mean, certainly the you know continue to provide resources and maybe some new resources. Um, the piece that really jumps out to me is the the building relationships with people in, in churches that are really wanting to integrate this into their community, and how do we walk alongside them and help? Um, that should be very fun to unpack that question in the coming years. Yeah, I, th- I think we will. I think you're right. It's it's something that we're starting to explore, and mm-hmm. we want to be sure that we go slow and take our time to really think about what is a good way to. Um, it's a good way to put all this into practice in the local congregation and community. And so I think it's going to be a journey, but it's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> so one thing that I'm kind of wondering, you've written, you've written two books um, recently, the making of an ordinary saint, <laughs> my journey from frustration to joy with the spiritual disciplines and then wisdom chaser, finding my father at 14,000 feet, both books on the spiritual life. And I, I've just been kind of interested in wanting to ask you, do you have any more books in you that you're wanting to write? Anything that's <laughs> rattling around there and any passion uh, for some new subjects or. That's mm. yeah, a good question. Um, I haven't been too eager to jump back into it, but um, there's a, there's a number of, of projects that have been, Oh, um, kicking in my head for some time now. And, and I, and I, that's one thing I'm really excited about with this new position is that hopefully that'll create some space to see what comes of that. Um, I'd like to take, you know, so the two books that I wrote were, you know, they're narratives and, um, they're, you know, kind of my story and, and in a sense, my growing up, um, and, and moving into, uh, adulthood and, and here I am at, at, uh, at 42. Um, I, 
I think I'd like to shift away from primary narrative. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, certainly I think that'll always be a part of me. I can't seem to write without, to, you know, having some of those pieces. But there's a number of things I've been working on, and um, particularly in the speaking that I do, that I've never written about. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I have a few projects, but I mean, maybe, I mean, I'll just throw a, few, a couple things out. I'd love to see a spiritual formation workbook that maybe has accessibility for uh, younger people, but has some different kind of spins to it. Mm-hmm. Um, very much in small groups is a big part of my life personally, but then also ministry. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's some, there's some things I'd like to say about the importance of groups, the simplicity of setting them up, mm-hmm. and how this this stuff really just gets lived out in community. We can't we can't do it alone. Shouldn't do it alone. Right. Um, so probably you know, there's things on that. I love the idea of another edition of um, devotional classics and spiritual mm. classics. I think yeah. there's much more that can that we can do in that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my, uh, I mean, I, there's a lot cooking in there. Um, <laughs> right. I won't, won't say too much, but uh, I mean, if on a maybe a personal note, not particularly tied to this position, um, I would love to write fiction, mm. juvenile fiction. Um, and to to tell a beautiful story, um, with all the richness of life with God, but, but in a, in a narrative. Mm. Um, now I suspect that won't come until I'm 16 or something that I'll get around to writing, writing that, but, uh, uh, stories, beautiful stories. Yeah. I love the poetic piece. I love the art of, of writing. Um, but at least in the next few years, moving my voice a little bit more towards a didactic teaching, probably in the similar vein that that I've been able to do with the Run of Our Heart to Heart letters. Right. That's really given me freedom to to move into a kind of a, a, a teaching voice. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the the pure narrative in in one sense takes more energy mm-hmm. um, because you're, I'm trying to teach, but I'm, I'm showing, not telling, and I'm, I'm not connecting all the dots in the same way. Um, right. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's really great to hear your heart on that. And just, it, it, just listening to you talk just kind of gets me excited about some of these projects that uh, can be really exciting. And I know you would do a phenomenal job on those. That's great. It. Thanks. So we did a retreat recently together, and we were just hanging out um, with folks, and it was great. We got to hang out in the car for a couple hours both ways, back and forth to this retreat. And I know Rinovari is so near and dear to your heart. Um, And your dad, Richard Foster, started it, founded it, you know, decades ago, and Mm -hmm. you've been able to watch the ministry grow since the beginning mm-hmm. uh, and now you're beginning to play a really special role um, in that. And so I wondered if you just, what would be your hopes and dreams for Renovari as they move into this new season um, of ministry? When, when I think in terms of organizations, there's something so special about, about Renovari and, and it, it's a real honor for me to get to walk into this um, and it's been fun to watch how Renovari has survived past my dad. And, mm-hmm. you know, he retired, I don't know, probably over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, still stays involved. But 
tries right. to stay out of things yeah. as well. And to see that we've been able to kind of find find a way uh, in in through that transition, um, I think there's many many good things coming. And I mean, when I if I thought in terms of the future and hopes and dreams, and I mean, I mean, I don't I don't know that I would have anything clear to say on that other than uh, that wonderful title to one of Eugene Peterson's book, The uh, Long Obedience in the Same Direction. Yes. Um, Renovar has been, I think, extremely impactful on uh, the church at large in the States and abroad um, in a kind of quiet voice behind Mm -hmm. the scenes. And Mm -hmm. uh, there's something I just absolutely love about that. But my hope is that we would continue to be a kind of presence. um, And and we don't have to be out front. We don't have to grow this into some giant enterprise. Um, But but, uh, uh, you had a line once, John, that that I thought was really good about, you know, what can we do to, to bring value into people's lives? And, and so, you know, what are the resources, experiences and relationships that we can continue to cultivate that brings value into people's lives as they grow mm-hmm. deeper into life with God? We're uniquely positioned in the sense that we, you know, our church is the church at large and, mm-hmm. and we're not tied with the constraints um, of having to push an agenda or a product and, you know, the generosity of so many folks that have helped support Adrenavari through the years mm-hmm. has enabled us to, you know, be free from having to chase the next, um, you know, thing. And, right. Uh, so I don't know. I don't, I, I, I hope we stay true to who we are. I hope right. we can um, continue to be a, a, a presence, helping, guiding. Very excited about some of the stuff we've been able to do online and, yeah. I think there's been a, a little bit of a shift, and you can help me out with this, but mm-hmm. a little bit of a shift from working. I mean, so many people who've been involved in Renovari have been pastors, seminary students, very educated people. Mm-hmm. And there seems to be a shift to where we're, we're able to engage with more general and lay people. And, mm-hmm. and I think there's, there's much good. Uh, well, where do you think, John? What, what, what's your thoughts? Well, I think the most important thing for us – um, especially is is I think what you said is keeping our core values mm-hmm. at the center. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we lose that, we kind of lose everything in my mind. And so, as the chair of Renovari, my job uh, I feel like is to make sure that we're um, living those values out mm-hmm. in everyday mm-hmm. life and in the organization as mm-hmm. as we bring people on. And so, really that kind of dovetails into you. I mean, you embody so much of the Renovari values that it was just a no brainer, Mm. you know, thinking about bringing you on. And so, you know, inviting more people into this type of life, these types of values, this type of transforming work Mm -hmm. is what Renovari is all about. And, um, I think that looks different in different times. And so we, we have a unique opportunity to, Think about what does that look like in our time? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. um, what are what are the next twenty five years look like? The first twenty five years have been incredible, mm-hmm. really. And I think you said it right that the there's been a slow, steady work that's been happening. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. over the last yeah. 25, 26 years, and 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 um, but it's made a real impact. And mm-hmm. I hope that we can just continue to make that impact and see more and more 
lives and more and more churches and more and more organizations begin to shift to this formational model of ministry that really encourages people to become disciples, become apprentices, you know, as Dallas would say, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and start integrating the kingdom life into their own lives. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I mean, I mean, you know, in terms of, uh, the values, I remember one time Richard Rohr made some comment about organizations. One of their great strengths is they write good documents. Mm-hmm. And when when you look at kind of our documents in terms of our values and what we're about, I mean, it's just beautiful. Yeah. And the more we can kind of hold on to that, um, yeah. there's a safety in, in that. I mean, yeah. maybe part of it, John, too, is just we'll follow the breadcrumbs of the Spirit, you know, yeah, and so. not get sidetracked, not be diverted from our primary purpose of sorts uh, yep. and, and see where God wants to wants to take things. Because there's so many different things we could be doing and do, right. um, but it uh, yeah, should, be, should be fun to watch. <laughs> yep. Fun to participate in. Yes. Bit. Well, thanks so much, Nathan, for um, just taking the time to share your heart with us and with, with the groups. And, um, I'm personally very excited and (laughs) encouraged, um, to have you in this new role in this new position. And I know you're, you've personally been a blessing to me in my own life and journey. And so I know that that will be passed on to others Mm. That blessing. And so thank you so much. And, and thank you so much friends for listening to the Renovare weekly podcast. We'll see you next time. All right. Thanks, John. I really appreciate this. And I I move with enthusiasm, too. Uh, So thanks, buddy. Bye.